Everybody, welcome to Tech News Weekly. I'm your host, Andrew Zarin. Of course, I'm joined by the one, the only, the quintessential stud muffin, John Bubb. I have a pineapple. You have a pineapple. Congratulations. <laughs> How are you, John? <laughs> How are you? I think that went right over your head. I have no idea what that means. You have no idea what that means. No. I have no idea oh what I have. Oh, my God. A, you got to go look this up then. I have to look up. I have a pineapple? Yeah. You have to go look this up. It's a meme. Meme. I'm getting old. Pineapple memes. I just looked in pineapple memes. How the pineapple got its name. No. On, I'll send you the link. I have a pineapple. This is what we're doing now. Yes. Jeez. This is how we start the show. Great, great start to the show. Guys, we have so much to talk about today. While John is trying to find this meme for me, why don't I take a moment and talk about our sponsor? Thank you. And that's Braintree. We've been discussing Braintree for God knows how long on the show because they are a phenomenal company. It's a PayPal company, by the way. If you are a mobile app developer or you're a business owner and you're developing a mobile app to accept payments for whatever product or service you're selling, it is such a hassle. And you guys, and and I'm telling you, but you guys already know this, it is such a hassle to implement all the different payment methods and keep up with all the different payment methods. We have Apple Pay. We have Bitcoin. We have uh, all different major credit cards. We have Android Pay, Samsung Pay. The list goes on and on. And every time there's a new payment method, you want to accept this. You don't want to turn away customers from your business because you're not accepting whatever the payment method would be. It could be PayPal. It could be Apple Pay. It doesn't matter. You don't want to turn people away. With Braintree, it is super, super easy. Braintree's powerful full-stack payment platform allows you to accept nearly every type of payment method. It's flexible so your system for your system needs, and it supports all different types of languages. Uh, it could be Java, Ruby, Python. There's a whole range of server-side and client-side SDKs available. Here's a great thing. Go to braintreepayments.com slash TNW. Find out more information there. If you're an app developer, I'm telling you right now, do it. Go check them out because this is a, a, such a, a blessing to have in your arsenal of developing an app. Braintreepayments.com slash TNW. I want to thank you for supporting the show for, of course, supporting GFK Network. John, how you doing? I'm better now. You're better. I, okay, now I got to see this. Before we get into <laughs> the nonsense of today's, this week's, uh, I got to see what this is. Just, just start it at like 15 seconds. Okay, I'm and- listening to this. All right, I'm looking. <laughs> you know, this is really up your alley. This is exactly <laughs> what you what you would be into, and I'm and I'm so glad I I get to experience this insanity with you live on the air. <laughs> really made my day. <laughs> After the day that I've had, I want to see a really bizarre Asian man in in leopard yelling about pineapples. Perfect. John, let's get to some serious stuff here now. <laughs> that isn't serious. That is not serious. Let's get to serious stuff. That's like, all that matters. Yeah. Let's get to serious stuff. Like Snapchat is releasing a $130 camera equipped uh, lens, uh, sunglasses, essentially. What, what do you make of this? You Snapchat way more than me. The Wall Street Journal is reporting this. The Snap Inks. First wearable product. Yeah, comes... which they changed your name from Snapchat to Snap Inc. I wonder what that means. Do you think that means anything? I uh, just that they have broader ambitions. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. They are going to be coming up with their first wearable product, and it's a camera that records 10-second video clips. When you tap the button near the hinge, now it's not just a camera. It's actually sunglasses, spectacles. Every tap starts a new recording. The results don't look typical video shots from the phone or an action cam, though. Uh, not when it's captured circularly. So this is interesting. Do you think this is going to be? I, I think this is going to be a huge, huge hit when it sells. God, I hope not. No, I'm telling you right now, this is going to be humongous. This okay, is going to so be humongous. This thing, this thing is 130. dollars I don't know if you can put up a, a a a shot of what these things look like. Because, I can find it. Uh, I'm so not for this. Like. Yeah, but you Snapchat. I I do, but lately I've I've really gotten frustrated with Snapchat because their app is so slow. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Every time I open it, it literally takes thirty seconds before I can do anything. So is if this I want to change the screen over to see who sent me something or if I want to take a picture, it literally takes at least thirty seconds after opening the application. So this But is I'm it. looking at these things and it just it, No. I'm not putting these things on my face, especially when all it does is record 10 seconds. So here is the commercial for this thing. And it, uh, it's 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 so it's, so it's pretty novel. much a plastic. It's a plastic. It's plastic glasses. Is that it? Yeah. And comes in different colors. I don't know. It, it just it's apparently going to be one hundred and thirty dollars. Yeah. And there's no way I'm spending one hundred and thirty dollars for this. Yeah, I'm telling you right now, this thing is going to sell so quickly, so quickly, you are not going to be able to buy this in stores or anywhere. I'm t- this is going to be a huge, huge thing. No. Yeah. It's going to be humongous. no way. I'm telling if, you. If anything, it'll have some modicum of success, and it'll fizzle out just like anything else of this sort. I'm These products you. are not successful and have never been successful. You don't think so? I, I think y- here's the thing. It does What's their too user little base? What's their and user looks base? too crappy for it to be successful. How, what's their user base? And do you know what the number is? It's in the it's in the high millions. But see, everybody has a phone. Spend another hundred thirty dollars for some dorky glasses. And look, okay, so sunglasses. Yeah. I have glasses already. Yes, you do. So but you are don't they have, have these, some that, you don't that have come with a prescription? You don't have these glasses, John. I mean, I, I, I'd have to take my glasses off to use these. You know what the problem is? This, You're not this one is of the cool not a product kids. for me. You're not one this of the is, cool kids. This, this is something that glasses. pisses me off is, 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 is that there's no way I would ever use a product like this because I already have glasses that I have to wear. I can't take these glasses off and put these on and use them. How difficult do you think it would be for them to create something where you just attach to the existing glasses that you have? Um... It could be done, but it's still not going to look interesting. I mean, just like a little pack like this on each side, you just attach them to your glasses. Yeah, it's still going to look dumb and novel. Nobody wants that look. It's novel. It's again, this is the Pokemon Go thing. Everybody starts buying it, then it becomes a major thing, and nobody remembers that they did this two years from now. That's what's going to happen. Yes, and I, mean, I, I agree with you there in the sense that nobody's going to remember this in two years. But you don't agree that this thing's going to be a huge hit. No, it's not. 
Okay. It, they'll, they'll they'll have maybe a modicum of success. Why don't we why don't we play a game? Buy this just for for the novelty of it. 10 let's do but, a $10 bet. No. I don't have $10 Five to bucks. give you. 5 bucks. 2 bucks. Oh. $1 bet. I I I can't afford it. Jesus Christ, John. I'm broke. Oh. I'm eating ramen. Oh, I eat ramen all the time. Uh I I really think this thing is going to be a major major success. Major major. I don't see it. Why? Because their user base in, is in the high hundreds of millions, right? If they sell one million their of app these. sucks now, though. If they sell one million of these, it's a success. One million. That's a success. So, But again, in two years, nobody will remember this. No, nobody's going to remember and Nobody it. will be using it. Mm-mm. You don't remember those, Insta, um, those, those uh, Instagram cameras that they were selling where you would take a picture and it would upload it automatically to Instagram and you would pick a filter? Nope. Oh, my God. She's adorable. I have to stop what I'm doing because she looks adorable. Adorable. John, what else do we have? So Logitech finally announced a successor to the popular Logitech C920 webcam. I was banking this on is exactly C9... the one that I'm using right now, by the way. I was banking on C940. And you know what's really weird? Yesterday afternoon, I swear to you, I Google searched new Logitech camera C940. And I got nothing. The <laughs> only hit that came was from the IAIB where somebody was asking about the C940. Well, they announced this at um, uh, some Twitch thing, I think, yesterday. I'm trying to find a story. They have, uh, it's called the C922 Pro Stream. It's designed specifically for gamers with 1080p streaming at 30 frames per second and dynamic background replacement. Which is basically just a fancy word for a chroma key without having a green screen behind it you. Doesn't, how well do those things work? That's the question. Um, there's um, another company that's doing something similar to that, but they're doing a hardware-based solution where Logitech is is very much just a software solution for the background replacement. Yeah. So there's questions on against whether or not the software-only solution will be as good as a hardware solution for removing the background. Yeah, but it's something that I would love to try. So Logitech, if you're listening, and I know I tweeted you last night when I saw this story, I would love to have the C922 to review here on GFQ Network. Yeah, I would love to review this. So it, it, is- it sounds very interesting. Um, I don't know if there's any upgraded optics. They really didn't say about that, but it does do uh, 60 frames per second at 720p, which is nice. Would have been great if they had done 1080p at 60 frames per second. But, that's what I would I mean, like. That's it. really it's, what it's I want. Yeah, that's really what I wanted. So, it, it, between the C920 and C922, you're not really getting much except for the except for the 60 frames in 720 mode, but between 1080 and 720 mode, the camera there is a tremendous improvement for 1080. So, you're really not gaining a lot of quality, you're getting frame rate. Which I guess I guess it's for some people that's a necessity. Like this isn't a major improvement over the existing c920 that's out there you're really not getting a lot i'm curious if no the it's an incremental update which we should have had you know three years, three years ago. ago c920 came out by the way four years ago four years we have not gotten any improvements with optics uh image quality nothing yeah so that's what i'm one of the things i'm really curious about is whether or not there's any change in the in the optics they do say that it's got better low light compensation from the c920 nice but i got plenty of lighting here so that's not really a problem between that and the c920 you mean 
Yes. Interesting. Okay, so it's a new sensor, most likely. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's got a couple of things. It's, it's also got uh, two omnidirectional noise-canceling microphones, which is nice. It's got stereo microphones, which is also nice. And it's got that background removal thing, which is pretty cool. So we'll just see how this does. I would love to try this out and see how it compares to the C920 and what improvement there really is over the two cameras. Yeah. Uh, and this is cool. They're they're only selling this for the same price as the C920. It's $99, and you can also get it with three months of XSplit. They're actually partnered directly with XSplit, and they've tuned the C922 specifically for game pro- broadcasting software like XSplit. That's amazing, actually. That's actually a really good deal. So if you are a gamer, if you are a Twitch streamer, look into this. 99 bucks. the C922, made by Logitech. It's pretty much the C920, but a little better. A little better. Not a lot. A little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. I definitely want to try this out. Yeah. I, I, You know what? I have a contact at Logitech, and I already sent an email asking for two of them. So, Sweet. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get a review soon. What else do we have? So, BlackBerry is done making <laughs> smartphones. How many times have we said that on the show? I mean, in the years <laughs> that we've done this, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's just like, Bull it's this, it, shit. Is it a surprise? <laughs> yeah. Until they, their next, really? until they announce their next, until they their special well, QWERTY edition BlackBerry phone, you know, a classic well, version. Technically, of- they they already did this a year ago. I mean, if you think about it, so God, uh, the, the company, company that revealed that it's getting out of the hardware business once and for all, choosing instead to outsource that function to partners. Uh, this was already the case with BlackBerry's last launch, anyway. The All Touch D Tech Fifty, which is a horrible name, anyway. It was more or less a repurposed Alcatel device manufactured by TCL. Wow. So they've, they've, they've already been out of this business, and everybody said that there's no point in BlackBerry making hardware anymore. So what they've and they're done... they're not great at it to begin with. They've taken a mid-range phone, right? A mid-range, lower-budget phone, slapped the BlackBerry name on there and with Android, and they're selling it as a BlackBerry. That's, that's pretty much what it is, right? It's, yeah. it's running so, a Snapdragon 617 processor, which is not a great processor. It has 26 milliamps of battery, which is not a lot of battery. Um, it's it's a lower mid-range phone. It is, and 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 basically, what they're really doing is slapping Android on there. Their 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 version of Android on there. So that's not really BlackBerry anymore. And I'm just wondering, at this point. Is it worth I mean, it? There's no reason for anybody in North America to care about BlackBerry anymore because everything that they're focused on in the future is other markets, yeah, not North America, yep. not even Europe. I don't think um, they're more focused on India and what's going on there. I guess I, I guess that's where they're they're able to have some success because let's face it, anybody in North America has, has already given up on BlackBerry, and there's no point in. BlackBerry trying to do anything in North America, so I don't know. I, I think it's it's so fascinating that they're still trying to survive. Still trying to survive. So, thanks to thanks to a very, very generous viewer, I can now make a one dollar bet with you. Okay, somebody's paying for it. Yes. Okay. The I, bet I have is... a dollar now that I can bet you okay. whether or not these these spectacles from okay. Snap Inc will actually be You're successful. saying they are not going to be successful. I'm going to say that they are going to sell out and be an initial success. 
initial success. Yes. Okay, so... Not a long-term speak- success, but an initial success. Well, see, I don't know if that's a fair bet in the sense that they're already saying that they're going to have limited quantities. Yeah. How many do you think they're going to make? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, you know, a few thousand. Oh, really? I was thinking it's going to be like in the hundreds of thousands. No, I was thinking, I was thinking, thousands. I was thinking you know, under 25. This is, yeah, but you know, this is going to be a huge Christmas item. Huge. No. Huge Christmas item. Yeah. All these kids, all these 13-year-old kids are going to want these goofy glasses for Snapchat. And they're going to go and they're going to walk around and start recording everything. For $130? Yep. Kid, I would never spend $130 for something like this. I'm telling you right now, I've seen dumber things. Well, we'll we'll retouch this in a couple of months when (laughs) everybody in the street is walking around with these stupid glasses on the head. And they're just snapping away every 10 seconds. Okay, so you live in New York. Yes. You find me somebody running out in New York with these glasses on. I'm going to tell you there's going to be tons of people. Prove it. I'm telling you. Well, I will. I will will take selfies with these people. Are you telling me that you're going to be one of these people spending $130 just to make this bet work? No, no, no. no. I I don't use Snapchat that much. (laughs) I'm I'm not really into Snapchat. Neither am I. I really wish their app didn't suck so much. Yeah. What else do we have? Oh, so Roku has five new devices out now. Let me load up the uh, article real quick. Five. I had to switch my email. That's a lot. Yeah, they introduced five new streaming boxes starting at twenty nine ninety nine. Which is these are actually nice devices that they've they've launched. So at the low end, you have the Roku Express coming in at an impressively affordable price of $29.99. Then you move up to the Roku Ultra, which replaces the Roku 4 from last year at $129.99. But if you want 4K support, you're after the Roku Premiere for $79.99. Oh, excuse me, the... uh, the the Roku Ultra this, is yeah. seventy nine ninety nine, and it also does HD. The Roku Premiere is ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, so these are all the differences um, on these. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you can. Uh, pull up yeah, the, the link I sent you has way more information. It, it's just because just there's so many devices, and yeah. they all do something a little bit differently. Basically, you you have these tiers as far as trying to figure out. All right, if you if you don't want these features. You can go with this device. If you want these features, we have higher-end models for you as well. So depending on whether or not you want 4K, if you want HDR, or if you just want basically a very simple streaming box, they have every price and tier covered for you from $29.99 all the way up to $99, which is really cool. The fact that they have all these price points and features covered so that you can get exactly what you want for pretty much a a very reasonable price they're all reasonable in my opinion the roku ultra at 99 or 129.99 is not bad at all not bad at all and then you have the roku premiere for 99 dollars, which is also very good it does 4k and it supports 4k at 60 frames per second which is awesome so if all you want is 4k you're good that's perfect yeah but unfortunately where's the content (laughs) you know 
Um, Roku has decent content. No, no, no. Uh, 4K content. 4K content in general. Oh, 4K, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's still limited. But yeah, Well, you're basically looking at Amazon and Netflix for 4K content. Yeah. So I got a question for you here. Um, they're really going after Amazon, right? Because Amazon also announced their new Fire Stick with voice, yeah. uh, with Alexa support. So the new Fire Stick was announced, and it's coming out, I believe, in a week or so. Uh, user, if you're buying one, this is the time to buy it. And use our Amazon link, gfq.co slash Amazon. Um, they announced this, and it's a little faster. It's a little better. You got Alexa support. So Roku now is trying to get in and cover all of the market between the $30 ridiculously low devices to the $130 devices. But is there any news on the interface being changed? Because that is my biggest gripe with Roku. There is. Um, Roku is actually beta testing um, 7.0, their next operating system. And they're actually looking at doing some new templates because this is one of the things that there's been some complaints about and some issues with. If you actually look at certain applications that are on these platforms, like if you compare some of the applications that you have on Fire TV versus what you see on Roku, Fire TV has a much more sophisticated interface and um, kit that you can use to develop these applications. And you're seeing much more sophisticated applications and much more simple and easier-to-use applications on Fire TV versus Roku, where Roku, everybody just basically uses the same templates. You know, you got your logo in the top left, something in the top right, and then you just have these square boxes in the middle for your selections. Yeah. And nobody's really taking the time to actually develop anything more sophisticated and part of that just is to do, due to the operating system itself and the templates. And the limitations, and yeah. So I'm hoping that with 7.0, some of the new templates that they have will actually give way to more sophisticated, better-looking applications. Because that is one of my issues with Roku right now is that the interface, when you compare it to Apple Fire TV and Apple Fire TV, TV, Fire TV, yeah. is incredibly dated. It is very dated. Yeah, and you know what, though? And, and to kind of defend them here, right? Um, I was a fan of Roku. I no longer use a Roku. I use a Fire TV, and I use a new Apple TV, which, by the way, I am about to dump my new Apple TV and just get another Fire TV from my bedroom because I cannot use this thing. It's, I'll take the Apple TV. Well, it's, I would not do that to you. You're better off with a Fire TV. I would rather buy you a new Fire TV. Because <laughs> it it's so glitchy. The remote is so glitchy. And every time I say something bad about Apple, people are like, not mine. It's you. You're the problem. No. I've gone through two, remote, two remotes well, see, and two boxes. See, that's why you should let me test it out, and I can say whether definitively you're being an Apple hater or not. I, I'm an Apple hater, says the guy with the MacBook here. Um, but, yeah, um, so, uh, I'm so very for, interested Roku, to see what they do with 7.0 and, and whether or not it will give way oh, to these applications. No, and, and their limitation comes from age, right? They, they were the first real major yeah. success in the market with this stuff you know they they, they became very they successful really very haven't early. changed their interface in since like 2012 it's been several years oh i would say i would say a little more than that too right it could be i i couldn't tell you exactly when i got my roku so but yeah it's 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 the fact that they need some new templates and they they need to update and modernize their Absolutely. their interface just a little bit. I mean, it works great. They have some good applications, but I think 
Fire TV and Apple TV's interface outshines Roku in that regard. 100% agree with I'm you. Not, I'm not saying that any of them are better devices. I'm just saying that interface-wise, in my opinion, the Fire TV is, is, is right there. Yeah. What else do we have, John? Uh, let me go back to my notes. So this is something that's very interesting. Uh, Twitter is basically taking and looking into getting acquired, and there's a number of companies that are very interested in acquiring Twitter. Uh, so the latest company is Disney. That's reportedly oh. considering a bid for Twitter. But you also have Google. Yeah. You have Microsoft. And you have Verizon that are all also potential bidders for an acquisition of Twitter. Who is Twitter in better hands? Like, who, who, would, it, who would actually do, be better for the company? You know, the problem with Twitter is that they got really big. And then a lot of this analytics started coming out saying that, their actual growth is not real. A lot of it is bots. A lot of it is inactive users. Um, the amount of information that's on Twitter, it's not, it's not as... as uh, the growth has not been where they need it to be. And they're actually losing membership. So the problem for them is how do they make money? How does Twitter make money? How do they make money with Twitter? Anybody that's buying this should question. figure that out. And, it, and it's sad because... I'll be honest, some of the moves that they've been making lately are actually very interesting. The fact that you have uh, some Thursday night NFL games on Twitter, and, and I don't know if you actually watched these, but I did, yeah. these games look incredible. They look great, yeah. They look great. Like, you, you and I are both very big on cord cutting and actually getting our content online. And one of the troubles that we've seen is the fact that a lot of these services out there you know, you can stream live TV, but it doesn't look good. Yes, it's 720p, but it's 720p at like 1.5 megabits per second, which just looks like utter crap. Whereas what I watched with NFL Thursday on Twitter was incredible. Yes, it wasn't 60 frames per second. Yeah, but, but it, it was great. 1080p, yeah. 30 frames per second at like 5 megabits per second. Yeah, and it looked really incredible on my computer. That's great. That's really, really I was, good. I was super impressed. I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a huge sports guy. So those those factors didn't bother me. The fact that, you know, it might have been a minute later than what you could get on live TV and it wasn't 60 frames per second. That doesn't bother me. The fact that it actually looked decent enough to watch on, on a, 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 a monitor, on a, a computer monitor, which has a higher DPI than what you would have on a, on TV. a TV. And that's saying a lot yeah that's great um i i've watched a couple of those games and they look really impressive i I was actually very surprised considering you know it's not it's not it's it's on twitter i know it's part of the nfl feed and they're doing a good job with it but it's not the traditional way to broadcast that and it looked great i was very very impressed yeah i'm thinking anybody but verizon yeah no, Disney, I Google, I, I think those are the top two right there. Microsoft, eh, Microsoft hasn't had the best success with I mean, acquiring they, and using Skype products. Well. So. Skype has been okay. They haven't really ruined Skype. Really? Yeah, I don't think they you, ruined you, Skype. You really want to make that statement after they broke millions of webcams? Oh, you're right. Yes, they ruined. Yes, you're absolutely right. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I mean, uh, technically, that wasn't yeah. a Skype issue. It was a Windows issue, but... Yeah, still. None, nonetheless, the fact that they own both products. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think 
either Google or Disney would be decent. Google, I'm not sure. They've definitely got the money, and Disney definitely has the money. So, but Verizon, I just, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see Verizon and Microsoft being I hope Verizon doesn't the get best it. companies. So is, Disney, for, for, is Disney the front runner here in the bid? I don't know that anybody is a front runner. It, it's so early at these stages that it, it, it's, it's basically Twitter saying, hey, which one of you companies would be interested in acquiring us? Anybody interested? That's basically what they're doing at this point. Yeah. I'm curious to see. How, what's the going price? Have they said anything about a going price? Haven't heard anything about pricing. It's just what companies are possibly interested in acquiring Twitter. Hmm. Very, very cool. Very, very cool. John, I think that's it for this week. I think it is. I think it is. Guys, go to the website, gfqnetwork.com. Subscribe to the podcast there. I was going to do this, but we are out of time, and I got to go and finish something. This is a tablet I have here. I'm not going to tell you what it's it not is. not a Dell? It is not a Dell. It is not a Lenovo. This tablet Wait, here. I can't, I can't tell whether or not it's not a Dell. It is not a Dell. It says... I don't know. I'm, look, I'm looking at my screen and in the that little window like on Skype, and I can't tell if it's Dell or not. Um, I'm going to review this for the next couple of weeks. I'm going to use this uh, a lot more than I'm using it now. Uh, I'm going to start using this tablet and give you guys like a full review of this another no-name Chinese company, an expensive $250 tablet. And this thing is cool because it's a touchscreen, and it's a convertible, so you can make it into a convertible like this. Uh, it's not bad at all. So we're going to talk about this in the coming weeks on the shows. Uh, is there anything coming up for you, John? Any appearances anywhere? Uh, not if you're, in life, you're going to the Mowgli's concert tomorrow no, night I'm in Grand not. Rapids. I'm not. No, sorry. Okay. I'm not doing that. If you are, hit me up. Yeah, hit up John. <laughs> all right, guys. That's it for this week. See you later. Take care.